It's time for another episode of the Kicking Out Podcast. Oh, God! Nobody! Nobody's ever... What? Nobody's ever done that! A podcast focusing on AEW. Two! No! That doesn't mean our hosts won't go down rabbit holes and end up talking about other promotions. Let's, let's rewind because I like to go down rabbit holes. But they try to keep focused on AEW. I told you, we can't go down rabbit holes. Join Tanner Lee, Austin Shepard, and Paul Zartman. I don't have control, do I? As they recap this week's episode of AEW Dynamite. If we went off matches here, I'd be champion. If, if some bucks were candy nuts, it'd be Christmas all the time. Don't forget to listen to the Kicking Out podcast wherever it is you listen to your other podcast and if you're listening on apple podcast be sure to give the kicking out podcast that five star rating these boys want to be five star kop don't forget to check out kickingoutshop.com it's your place to go for great merchandise from the kicking out podcast that way you can support a great podcast and look fantastic doing so get that dude some pants this is the first boys a rabbit hole in the closing and now let's get right into it it's another episode of the kicking out podcast It is Wednesday night, July 19th, 2023. It's a Wednesday night in July for AW Dynamites. You know what that means. You know it's got to be blood and guts. And that's what we got tonight. We got the blood and guts match between the Golden Elite and the BCC Blackpool Combat Club that blew the roof off Boston tonight. But we had a lot more also happen on Dynamite tonight. Heck of a show. I'm Tanner Lee. Co-host Paul Zartman's in the house. Other co-host Austin Shepard will be joining us momentarily. Paul, what's going on? How are you tonight? Uh, glad I'm okay with seeing blood and uh, violence because otherwise, woof, I probably wouldn't be here right now. Yeah. How would you put it again? Um, you want to look away, but it's like a really bad car wreck that you just can't look away from. Yeah, yeah, there were some spots tonight that made me grimace a little bit, but, you know, there's a reason we only get one Blood and Guts match a year, and tonight showed why, but uh, we will definitely get into that. That match lasted 50 minutes of the two-hour show, but there was a lot more that happened uh, before that that was uh, important to talk about heading forward as we get into this hot summer of AEW towards All In and Wembley, All Out in Chicago, and then all the events after that. Uh, Majin uh, joining in saying that was an insane main event. Holy crap. Perfect way to put it. Yeah, no better way to put it than that right there. I mean, we got, uh, we have, this is uh, the third Blood and Guts match we've seen in AEW. And I got to say, I think they get better each year. Yes, they do. Um, there, there was, and I'll talk about it when we get to that point in the show as well, but there was one point I thought we were going to get yet another injury in a blood and guts match this year, but uh, turns out we didn't have that, so I'm good. Ma just said we need one for this Outcast versus Originals feud. And that's yeah, I kind of, I was kind of wrong with my prediction. I thought we might get the first women's blood and guts match this year, but don't think we'll go in that direction. But could be wrong. But we need something to tie up that feud. Uh, well, while we wait for Austin to join, Paul, I had so much fun quizzing you guys last week. I thought we'd do it again this week. This all stemmed from me sending you that little, can you recognize these characters thing, didn't it? Uh, that and I came, I just came across this website about two weeks ago because I was bored and I like taking quizzes and I think it's a lot of fun. So 
Uh, let me see if I can share my screen here and we will do this again. Last week we did WWE champions. This week we're going to do WCW world heavyweight oh. champions. Oh, you might as well just turn it off. Cause I'm going to fail this one. You want to see what I got on this one? Uh, sure. You're flickering pretty badly though. I'm and flickering. Your shared screen is. I'm like having a hard time seeing it. Well, let's see. Uh, let's see if I can stop sharing my screen just for a moment, so I can show you what I what I got. I don't know if this is gonna show up on the. Uh, let's see. Here. Let's see if this will show up on the webcam. Uh, oh, of course you did. <laughs> well, amazingly, I'm surprised. There's only sixty three champions in WCW history. Ah, man, this is... This is going to be rough. Is this another eight-minute one? It is eight minutes. So when you're ready, let me know. I will click play quiz, and we will get this underway. This gives the date the champion won it and the city. So. Ooh. All right, so I got to get... Um, I'm just guessing the champs, right? Yeah, because there's uh, certain champs that have been multi-champs. So that would go towards the 63, if I remember correctly. So okay. It's not 63 different individuals. It's just 63 okay. different times the championship has uh, changed hands. So when you're ready to go, let me know. <sighs> Man, all right. Let's do this. All right. Um, David Arquette. Mm-hmm. Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. A bunch. Eight times. DDP. Yep. Um, Lex Luger. Good one. Sting. Mm-hmm. Um... Vader. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, 23 for 63 so far. You got seven minutes, over seven minutes left. Plenty of time. Booker T. Yes. I'm, this is WCW, so WWE's run with it probably doesn't count. Um, this is just WCW. Yes, no WWE. Okay. So that would eliminate Benoit. Um, well, excuse me. No, I stand. I I stand correct on that, Paul. Never mind. Don't forget what I just said. So you want to guess Benoit? Yeah, Benoit. Not sure if I froze or if Tanner froze. Um, so 
in, in an attempt to hope that maybe Tanner can hear me. Um, I, I'm okay. So yes, Tanner did lose connection. So hey, for a change, it wasn't me that lost connection. So I don't know if we're going to reboot this when uh, when he gets back or not. But uh, um, we'll we'll sit there and. Uh, Ramble on for a few minutes. I, I I actually have some other WCW championships or champions that I remember. So we'll see what happens when Tanner gets back. Um, I will go ahead and pull up while we're waiting on both Tanner and Austin to come back. Or well, Austin to join us and Tanner to come back. Uh, we will pull up the AEW Dynamite results uh, from tonight's episode um again it was a spectacular show so we will that's a preview we don't want the preview do we we want um uh, as he's texting me as i'm trying to type on my phone that always works out well <laughs> Uh, we'll go over the preview of the card while we wait on everybody to get back. Uh, I don't want to go ahead and blow them out and go through the entire thing. So, uh, if you haven't tuned in yet, um, <laughs> Majin, I'm going to try to do this. I am, um, working. There we go. Uh, well, tonight, I am lame, Majin. Majin is asking what I'm drinking tonight. Uh, I was going to ask Shep when he got on here. But while we're waiting on everybody tonight, I'm just drinking some good old Kool-Aid. Um, had my daughter make some Kool-Aid while I set up because I had to fight with a computer because uh, my computer decided to die, which is why I do not have my normal setup tonight. I'm running off of a Samsung Galaxy tablet, which I'm hoping survives the show. Um, we're at 54%. It says it's charging, but yeah, no, that's always fun. So tonight we are just drinking, I think, cherry Kool-Aid. I could be wrong, but uh, Shep has joined us. So, Shep, good evening, sir. What's going on? Um, well, waiting on Tanner to figure out what he's doing. Oh boy, is Tanner having some of that Fort Wayne internet? He did, and I was on a roll with tonight's quiz. Uh, I was over fifty percent, I think. Ooh, Majin's calling along. So, are you going to get a little bit of the uh, heads up on this quiz? No, I will not. I will not. But I will tell you, it's. I will tell you, fun and it is championship. Hopefully, it's the European Championship from 1998 to 2004. <laughs> well, that'll be easy for you. Yep. So, Shep, while we're waiting on Tanner, because he did pause the quiz, he said, uh, Majin asked me before I got to ask anybody else, what are we drinking tonight, Shep? Well, we had a long week last week. And yes. We had a long weekend, and I'm going to show you. See, little, we got a little issue right there. Yeah, what'd you do? Well, we got some stitches in the old hand. Now, it's nothing like what we saw Mox do tonight, 
But if you look at the hands, well, I got one hand a little bit bigger than the other. So we had a little accident with a paring knife. So it's been a little rough weekend. We had a rough week last week. We had a rough weekend. Uh, hopefully I get some movement back in the old hand. But just in case I don't, listen, listen, hold on. I wasn't very loud. We got our fresh- oh, I can hear it, though. Okay. We got our fresh bottle of the old girl. And we're going to make it. We're going to make a toddy with a little bit of the bubbly. bubbly. You know, I mean, come on. Come on. You, you sponsored Chris Jericho, Bubbly. We're the second best thing from Chris Jericho. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in fact, if you combine all three of us, it might be better than the Ocho. <laughs> yeah, all right, maybe not. All right, so. Yeah, nothing special. I actually had a, actually had a little bit of a special uh, drink lined up this week, and uh, I tried it last night, and it was absolutely awful. And so it wasn't worthy for me to try it on the pod. So I threw it in the trash and went back to Old Faithful. Now, um, Tanner's given me the go ahead and start covering dynamite. But before we do that, I do have a question. Uh, do you have your pickles yet, or when do they ship? Do you know? Ooh, so <laughs> the pickles should be here by Saturday. Yeah. Okay. According to their tracking. Now, uh, there's two orders, <laughs> and, and here's why there's two orders. So I, I panicked because I was a little late on the uh, 7 o'clock drop on a Thursday night. And I was able to order what I thought was the majority. I got it in, right? And as soon as I placed that order, five minutes later, I get an email saying, oh, hey, the pickles are almost gone. If you're going to order, order now. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, there's still pickles left. So I went back through and ordered some pickles that I didn't think I wanted flavor wise. And instead of ordering double jars, like I did the first order, I ordered single jars. So believe it or not, the single jars have shipped first and the double jars that I ordered that like, I know I like and are badass. They they shipped later, of course. Right. So I got some odd flavors coming first and we're going to give those a try. Hopefully by Saturday. All right. Yes. All right. Look forward to it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you were talking about uh, us being almost as good as uh, Jericho. Majin says, uh, but not better than that Marty McSwirly, that legend. I mean, finally, this dude's realizing that Marty's a freaking legend. I mean, finally, it only took me like six months on this podcast to realize, to, to, to beat in this dude's head that Marty McSwirly's a legend. The stories that comes out of that dude's mouth and the cocktails was a great time. So what you're saying is you need a Marty party, get Marty McSwirly, Marty Janetti, and the Shep all together and have some drinks. Um, definitely would drink again with Marty McSwirly. I don't know about Janetti. I think that dude's off his rocker a little bit, isn't he? Just a little bit. Yeah. I mean, he – like. I like to get a little bit nuts, but I think he gets a little like he's, he's, yeah, he's going to be out of my league. 
you, I don't think have Facebook, but um, I, I follow Marty on Facebook and man, oof, I'm waiting for the uh, dark side of the ring. Marty Gennetti episode to drop. Wasn't there, wasn't there a th- and I could be completely off, but wasn't there a thing where he was talking about sleeping with family? Family, uh, a mom, a daughter, uh, possibility of somebody was unsure if um, the girl he was talking about was actually of legal age. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah sorry. Me, me and Marty Janetti would uh, not have a lot in common. Now, Majin wants to know how is it that Marty McSquirrely has become a regular thing here? Because, um, he, well, because he's a legend. And we look, kind of just let Shep do his thing, and he's always talking about Marty because that's the only thing about hockey he knows. That's pretty much right, Paul. <laughs> I mean, in, in all fairness, I, I'm kind of that way with, uh, you know, golf. I, I know who Arnold Palmer is. I know who Tiger Woods is. I mean, Arnold Palmer invented a great drink, and then John Daly turned that drink into a cocktail. So there you go. I remember when Michael Jordan played golf. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) In between baseball and basketball. Yeah. He never played professional golf, but whatever. No. We'll we'll let him him do what he has to do. He did sink a nice putt that sucked him down into the tune world. It's true. So let's talk about this quiz, Paul. Yeah, what about it? What am I getting myself into? Um, I will say one thing. It involves Ric Flair. Only clue I'm giving you. Okay, well, that narrows it down to WWF slash E Intercontinental Champion. Original WCW champion, NWA championship. Uh, Well, we already talked about the WWF championship. I think Flair did hold that European championship at one point. Um, So, yeah, that narrows it down. Thanks a lot, Paul. (laughs) I could have been mean and thrown you off and said, you know, something completely unrelated to anything, but I've tried to be nice to you. So here, here's an honest question. This has nothing to do with professional wrestling. Okay. How's it you and I live in the good old small town USA, right? Yeah. And big boy, Tan- oh, now he comes right when I called him out. I say big boy Tanner lives in Fort Wayne, Indiana, Mr. Internet Capital of the World, and we have internet and he doesn't. Hi, Tanner. X- Xfinity, man. It's been a problem lately. Really bad. They spend really too much bad. money on sponsoring race cars than they do. Oh, my internet. God. <laughs> I just told my fiance I'm getting a new router tomorrow. This has happened so many times in the last two weeks. Um, I don't know how we're going to continue this quiz, Paul. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Without us going the route you were going to, which is we leave somebody leaves the the podcast. Do I do I need to go on mute real quick while Paul finishes? So I don't yeah. have to cheat. Yeah, mute. Right. Hold on. Me... I can mute you. I don't know, but I don't know if you'll be. You might be able to see the answers though. 
Go make a couple drinks, Jeff. Give me about five minutes and come back. We'll try this. (laughs) All right. Sorry about that, everybody. This is technical difficulty at its finest. Um. Whoa. Hey. I don't know why it did that. Well, it says I failed. (laughs) Well, we got the. I was doing so good. I'm gonna. We'll restart the quiz, Paul. Hopefully you can remember your uh, answers. I don't know how else to do it because I don't know what just happened. All right, you ready? Yeah. Where'd you go again? Do you freeze again, Tanner? Jeez, I don't think he's going to be able to give this quiz. He he doesn't want uh, uh, anybody to get that 63 out of 63 with him again. Um, <laughs> so uh, I'm going to text Tanner real quick and see, let him know he froze because his head's not moving. Nothing's moving. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, all right, I, I'm I'm lagging in my talking because I'm trying to text everybody and get at least Shep to come back and join us here. So there he goes. He's gone. What happened to Tanner? He failed again. <laughs> Wait a minute! I thought Tanner was giving the quiz. <laughs> Internet tells what you meant. It same thing. Okay. Same thing. <laughs> Uh, oh, so I did, I did see towards the end there, so I was close. It is the WCW championship. Oh man, there's got to be. I didn't look. Is there a year span on this? Because would that start in the early 90s, right? Start to finish, there's 63 names on there. So that would be 90, what, 93, 94? Well, I'm on a tablet tonight, so I couldn't see very well what it said. Uh, I just knew what was going on. I think it was 92 because Hogan came over in 93 or 4, right? Yes. When he did, they did the whole Disney blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. let's just call it 91, 92 when they, when they changed it till 2000 and – one is that when the last nitro was? When's the last nitro with Sting and 2001? Okay, so all right, so there's almost yeah, there's almost 10 years, right? No, there's longer than that. Mm, 10 years, 91 to uh, 01, maybe 10. Yeah, 10, 10, 11 years. So, all right, well, <laughs> there's some, there's some good ones in there, I can tell you that. There's yeah. So 10 years, 63 different dudes. I was at 29 to 63 with um, like six minutes, almost six minutes remaining when it froze the first time. And then he hit continue and it just wiped out the time real quick. And then he froze again when he restarted it. He has notified me that he is resetting his router right now and hopes that that helps. He's back, baby. Hi. I have no idea. Scrap the quiz. Shep figured it out. Well, I didn't. Fi- I, well, I figured it out, but I have. I mean, that's a. That, I think that's harder than what we did last week. 
I got 100% on the WCW one. You got 100% of the 63? Mm-hmm. Well, see, it's only 63 times the belt changed hands. It's not 63 guys. Man, I, I was letting him think that there were 63 oh. names. Oh, wow. I wish I could get it back up. You guys could take turns, but I'm afraid if I do that again, it's got my, my Wi-Fi could go out again. Well, I mean, you could start it again and uh, let Shep take a crack at it. And if it does it again, we'll just, Shep and I will go on with the show and I'll just sit here quietly. <laughs> well, let's see if I can, maybe great, third great time's up. a charge. Majin says you cheated. That's how you got 100%. <laughs> I did not. All right, stop. Stop the quiz, Tanner. You started glitching again. I haven't even, I haven't even. I haven't even shared anything. I haven't even shared anything. <laughs> He's not glitching on my end, Paul. Oh, man. His hand's like still stuck up in the air, bouncing back and forth. That's what it did before he disappeared last time. Now it's you, Paul. Hey, I, that's why I thought it was me earlier, because that's what he started doing. And then everything, I was still here. I stopped talking because I didn't know who froze. And Majin was nice enough to say, I think Tanner did. This this is a shit show tonight. That's all I gotta <laughs> say. Man, uh, all right, one more attempt at this. Stupid thing. All right, so who's playing? Shep. You all want right. me to go? Ready? All right, eight minutes. Yep. All right, here we go. Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. Hogan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sting, mm -hmm. Luger, mm -hmm. uh, David Arquette. <laughs> yep. Uh, Vince, uh, Vince, shit face, shit faced. What's his name? Uh, Vince. Uh, never mind. I, you're not gonna give me that one, are you? No, I'm not, because I, I know what it is. But oh god. Um. Anyways. Uh, wow, John uh, Booker T. Um, Benoit, uh, Jeff Jarrett, mm -hmm. a bunch uh, of times, yeah, a bunch of times. Old, old Jeff, um, Macho Man, mm -hmm. um. Vince Russo, Russo, sorry. There you go. That came that came a little later. The worst, the worst. September twenty fifth, two thousand. What a yes. what a day. Yeah, uh, he's an asshole. Yeah. Um. Uh, and I don't know if you can see on there, Shep. It gives you the dates they want it. I don't know if you can see that on the shared screen. No. Um. Dusty Rhodes. Nope. Oh, no, it was only NWA. Um, Harley Race? No. That was close. The, the oldest one's 91. That was Flair at 91. Okay. Um, uh, giant. or Yeah, they, they call him the Giant, right? Yep, yep. The Giant, yeah. Um, Diamond, Dow Diamond Dallas Page. Um, man, 
I'm trying to read those dates in there. Those are small. You got three dates in 92, one in 93. Boy, the 92 ones are going to be tough. Two in 98, one in 99. Barry, Barry Windham? No. No? Okay. Uh, man. Did I, did I say Ben Wall already? Yes, you did. All right. Uh, Kevin Nash? Yep. Okay. You have 48 out of 63 with about five minutes left. Uh, that's a lot of time to think. Um, trying to think of the old, the, the old NW. Type it in there, but I don't think you have a Mysterio. He was WWE, wasn't he? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Um, and like I told Paul, this is WCW champions. WCW champions. So this is this is it, it quit when it went to when that belt went to WWE. Not necessarily. Oh. Because there was a couple WCW champions in 01 over in WWE. All right. You well, already Triple got one H. of those. Triple H. No, he was the world heavyweight champion. But he carried that belt. But that was, there was actually right. a couple WCW champions. All right. Uh, did I already say Ben Wall? Yes, you did. All right. I already said Ben Wall. I already said Jericho. I said Jericho, right? No, you didn't, but Jericho. that is one of them. That is one yeah. of them. Jericho. You got Booker T. That was one of them. There's two others in the WWE that you, you haven't got yet, but all the rest are WCW. Cena? I'll type it in, but I know one Cena. Okay. Um, Eddie Guerrero? No. Angle? Kurt Angle. Okay. There's one of them. I got one. Uh, Lesnar? No. No? So the one in the WWE you are missing is November 5th, 2001. All the rest are WCW. Okay. Um, i trying to think. Let's go back to the old WCW. Um, already, already said Jeff Jarrett, didn't I? Yeah. Yep. Man. Those are early. Yeah, you got two. You got three in 92, one in 93. What, what about Ron Simmons? Good pull, Shep. Yep, he's one of the 92s. Okay. Uh, I, like, I like Ron Simmons there. That was a good one. Um, yeah, 52 out of 63 with two and a half minutes left. Uh, man. Vader? Good pull. Okay. So you got the old days. So now you got nine, 1 in 98, 2 in 99, 1 in 2000, and 2001. And remember, this is the time, like the time that the uh, title changed hands. So it's not seven different guys you got to name here. Eight different guys. Carl Malone. No. I, did, did he not get in? I thought he was in the middle of that. Was it Shaq then? What one of those guys got that? Rodman and Malone were in it, but they didn't win. They didn't okay. win the title. 
That was the that was when Diamond Dallas won it. Yeah. All right. So we got that. All right. Um You're missing one that you're gonna kick yourself if you don't get it. <laughs> probably two actually. Just, just a diehard WCW person that was there the whole time. Canyon? I don't even know. I know that's not. Yeah, that's All not. Right. I didn't think they gave him a... A shot. little over a minute left. Uh, I already said that. Oh, man. I've slept since then, you know? I know. I know. I was, in, I was, I was 19 years old back then. Uh, under a minute left. <sighs> Try to... I already threw that out. Scott Hall never was, was he? No, he should have been, but never was. No, he was never one. Um, it wouldn't have been, no. Uh, Raven? Maybe? No. no? Nope. 25 seconds. <sighs> That beat Paul, though. Well, well, to be fair, Paul had like six minutes left where the thing kicked him off, and he, he oh. was doing pretty well. So I don't know if he wants another stab at it or what's going to happen. Six, six seconds. Uh, yeah, I got nothing. Right. We got Bret Hart, Sid Vicious, Goldberg, Scott Steiner, The Rock. Okay, Goldberg's on me. Bret Hart. I forgot about Bret Hart because Goldberg killed him. Sid Vicious, that was WCW 2000, and Steiner was 2000, and The Rock was in WWE. He was the first WCW champion. All right. I mean, I don't... You got 55. 55 out of 63, so you got 87%. I'll I'll take that. There was a couple... Yeah. I forgot about old Psycho Sid and then the Steiners. Even though, even though we got a reminder of the Steiners with MJF running around the ring and <laughs> getting on all fours yeah. during the intro, but Paul, did you want another crack at it, or did you hear that whole thing? Uh, no, I muted everything and I actually walked away. Uh, I'll take another crack at it. All right, let me pull it back up here. You know, Shep just gave you some free answers, so that's true. I did. Yeah. Well, it's okay. I won't use them right away. All right, hopefully this works just like it did. All right, Paul, fire away. Uh, David Arquette. Yep. Flair. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go with the one that broke it to get it right out of the way, Benoit. Yep. Uh, Kevin Ash. Yep. DDP. Yep. Um, Hogan. Yep. Jericho. Yes, and in, in, in WWE was. All right, Ray. No, that would have been too late. Correct. Um, Booker T. Mm-hmm. Um. Ron Simmons? 
Good poll. Uh, Bret Hart. Good poll. That's one ship missed. <laughs> okay, that's only fair because, you know, I missed Flair last week. So. Yeah. Um, Sting. Yep. Trying to remember the ones I had before it crashed, but I'm doing better than I did last time. So. Um, did angles count or was angles too late? You got angle. Yep. Okay. So at that point, the rock. Yep. There's one ship missed. Um, you're done with the WWE guys. Just to let you know. Okay. Did I already say DDP? Yes, you did. Okay. Um, you didn't say Bob Backlund yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're not going to do that. Don't do that to me, okay? I'm trying to remember everything. <sighs> well, Steiner. You said Steiner, so we'll go Steiner. Yep, Scott Steiner. Um, I got a minute. I'm taking a drink. Oh, yeah, plenty of time. You're 44 of 63 with 545 left. Yeah, I remember more WCW than I thought I did. So. I was surprised there's only 63 title changes in WCW history. Oh, your boy, Goldberg. That is one ship missed. <laughs> I, and I hope he never comes back. <laughs> yeah. Um, Lex Luger. Yep. 47. The Giant. Yep. I'm going to figure out how to make my shared screen bigger for you guys one of these weeks. I don't know. Yeah, because I'm sitting here trying to make sure I don't go over a name I already did. Um, Vader. There you go. Really? Yep. Uh, so, got, so just to let you know, Paul, you have all the rest remaining are 99s and 2000s. And in 96, there's one in 96. Excuse me. Double J? Yep. So you have one on January 22nd, 1996. April 19th, 1998. I didn't see that one a second ago. July 11th, 99. January 24th, 2000. January 25th, 2000. And September 25th, 2000. <sighs> Savage? He's already beat me, right? He has now. Okay. Um, now I'm going to see if he can tie me. You're, you're missing shit stain. Hey. Okay. Oh, Vince Russo. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that, Jeff. Because uh, I forgot he won it. Um, God, who have I... You're on your own now. Yeah, I know. There's two title changes missing, and I'm trying to think. We're done with the WWE, guys. And I said Sting. I said Vader. God, it's so small. I can't see. Did I say Nash? That's what she said. Uh-huh. 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 Did I get these ones, Tanner? No. No? Okay. 
trying to think of the people I didn't get in. Three minutes, Paul. Did I say Nash? You said Nash. I said Nash. Oh, Sid Vicious. Have I said him yet? There you go. Paul just scored 100. Well, I mean, I helped him. Yes, yes, you did. Yeah, I, okay. To be fair, it would have been, what, 62 out of 63? Yeah. I wouldn't yes. have gotten Russo. I'll, I'll own up to that. All right, good job, fellas. You watched way more WCW than I did. Or well, you remember, we we talked about this. I actually had a TV that had picture in picture, so I had both during the Monday Night Wars, both on the screen. I, I showed. You can't forget Arquette because Arquette still talks about it to this day. I mean, he made a movie about it. Yeah. I, I showed Paul before you joined Shep that I got 63 out of 63 when I did it. I got it with 10 seconds left. The one I was missing was Bret Hart. Because I, I, like you, I just I forgot that he, that he won it. Yeah, the, the one I really kicked myself is Goldberg. Like, yeah. But he only won it once. But he held it for so long. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when, you know, you've got a 1 million and zero record. Yeah, true. So, true. so that... The next one will even be harder if you do a tag team where there's individuals. Oh, I, I can find all. I've, I've, I've seen tag teams, Intercontinental, World Heavyweight. There's all sorts of ones. There's there's AW ones out there, but they're not very difficult, I don't think, because the history is only not even four years old yet. Ooh, so. ECW would be a good one. ECW would be fun. I tried a TNA one and failed miserably. I would too. <laughs> it was really hard. I would say um, AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, Kurt Angle, Jeff Jarrett. Then yeah, pretty much. Then you're on. Yeah. Well, like, uh, it, maybe we'll do that one someday, but I'll, I'll let you guys know. I threw Christopher Daniels out there thinking he had won at one time. Nope. No, the only world heavyweight championship he's ever won is ROH. That's crazy, too. It's crazy. And I remember when he they put the belt on him, and it was in Vegas, and it was a big deal, and he did not keep the belt very long. Yeah, but hey, did we have like a dynamite or something tonight? Yeah, I, I had no idea what you guys talked no. about when my internet went out early. So did you guys? Uh, we made what? Definitely drinking. We made. Okay. Well, I forgot. Well, that's that's typical. Um, since uh, the boys were in Boston tonight, I got a little Boston Lager, Samuel Adams. So now, back. Uh, I'll give you a little Samuel Adams experience for me. <laughs> Not a big Boston Lager fan, mm-hmm. but I tell you what, and I used to drink it back in the day, and it actually was. I'll be right back. All right. Now you uh, now you bring it up. They make a Samuel Adams cherry wheat. I've seen it. I've never had it though. Oh, pretty good. Like I I first it was introduced like as a dessert beer instead of you know wine or cognac or whatever the hell y'all drink <clears throat> dude i could i could sit there and fire up the grill and drink a six pack of those ice cold really really quick i like their Oktoberfest too but that's only in the fall of course yeah so, so sammy adams cherry wheat that's that's good for the boston lager yeah, I went to the store today. I'm like, what's, you know, Boston beer? Oh, Boston lager. Yeah, it's cheap, might, too. Oh, I'll take that. Might as well get you some Samuel. Yeah, it was on sale, too, so that, that convinced me. Uh, 
But yes, uh, it seems like the intro of this podcast was many moons ago. Uh, but We're like I said, in. Yeah, like I said, uh, like I said before, you joined. Uh, we had blood and guts tonight, but of course, we had some good stuff before that as well. Um, and it started tonight with the FTW championship match between Hook, who's undefeated, versus Jack Perry. And I like how Jack Perry's Tarzan boy hits. The crowd's kind of chanting with it, not really, getting some booze. And then we see a video package on the Jumbotron showing him what looks like burying his old self. Hot. Welcome Hollywood Jack Perry. Hollywood Jack Perry and the Jungle Boy has dropped. Interesting theme music, though. Yeah. Beethoven. Mm-hmm. When, when I saw this, I'm like, I, I saw him dragging the the boots into the grave and then a limo shows up. I'm like, all right, we got Hollywood Jack Perry. Mm-hmm. The music was a little odd, mm-hmm. but he came out all black, all black gear. Played the perfect. Role. Um, so I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with how he won the belt. I'm okay with the way hook lost. Um, I thought it was well done. Yeah, we got a couple ref bumps out of Paul Turner. We got a low blow out of Jack Perry to hook. And then we got uh, a belt shot. And uh, that's that's how, uh, yeah, the belt shot's how Jack won the FTW championship off of hook and gave hook his first loss in AEW. And it wasn't clean, so that's great. I love it. wasn't clean. Keep getting heat on Jack Perry. I think... They're going to try to get him to callous level heat, or maybe even, I don't know if they could get to this, but Dominic Mysterio heat. They're close. Yeah. Um, and I loved, I love the way Taz was after the match on commentary. He was flustered. Yep. I thought he played it up really well. I thought commentary was fantastic tonight. Yep. I thought commentary was awesome tonight. Except the guy wearing the mask. Oh, Excalibur's growing on you, just like pockets. He he is. He's getting better and better, but he still wears a stupid mask. Well, we then got uh, Paul's favorite, Alex Marvez, backstage chasing down a cameraman like always, trying to get video of Chris Jericho and Callis having a meal, looking at some photos with a security guard standing by. We then headed over to another great video package, MJF and Madam Cole having some dinner. They're eating some Chinese food and... MJF saying he doesn't really like spicy food, but he'll do it. They're eating some spicy chicken. And then, and then uh, he's thinking he's drinking water, and he's just downing it. And the guy goes, that's not water. That's 100% alcohol. And uh, then they take some shots at Guevara and, and, and Daniel Garcia and told some stories. I mean, man, these two are just gold. Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, I texted you this, Tanner, because, uh, Chef, you were you were a little behind at this point still. I said, you know what? I want these guys to go all the way and win the gold just to keep seeing stuff like this every week. The, the good thing out of this is we don't get a tag match till the 29th of July. Next Saturday, yep. So we have roughly 10 days. But I know that's not a long time, but we're going to have one, two, one, two, three, four. We're going to have four television shows to build this feud. Okay. I can get on board with that. If Mm -hmm. they, if they do something, the next four television shows, 
and have vignettes, videos, confrontations between the four of them, this could be really, really good. Well, we got one tonight that we'll talk about here in a minute. Um, but first, we got our one and only women's match of the night. Uh, Paul texted me. Didn't know it was 930 already when it was about 830. We got Adam Cole's girlfriend, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD versus Kayla Sparks. Pretty short match. Uh, Baker delivered a sling blade and then a big boot. Or Sparks delivered a boot, but uh, ba- Baker landed a suplex, twisting neck breaker, and then clinched in the lockjaw for the win. Not a lot of time for the women tonight. No. Squash. We we then saw uh, G- Garcia and Sammy come down to the ring, but Jericho unexpectedly came out. Uh, crowd was seeing his music, but he asked for it to be cut off. They kept seeing it even louder, but then he joined the commentary. Adam Cole and MJF headed down, and they're wearing uh, uh, the same jacket this week, but MJF did tell Cole earlier in the night he had another surprise for him. It was a mashup of their two theme songs. They're I thought you were going to skip that for a minute. I was going to say, you're missing a big video package here. I know it. I know it. Um, but yes, like we were just mentioning, MJF and Adam Cole end up getting the win in a pretty good match. They finally hit the double clothesline. Who would have thought that a month ago, the double clothesline would be the most over move in wrestling? <laughs> um, after the match got pretty interesting, though, Jericho tried to meet Garcia and Guevara on the ramp. He applauded them, but the pair just split and walked right past them. Jericho then stormed after them. Adam Cole then grabbed MJF's title to hand it to him, but he kind of looked at it like, I still want this thing. MJF became mad, snatched it out of his hand, asked him what he's doing. Cole calmed him down, and the crowd starts hitting, hug it out, and they hugged it out. MJF glared at Cole, though, while his back was turned. And then FTR's music hits, and I'm thinking, they're collision guys. They come out, get into the ring, and they stare down Cole and MJF, and he got a little tense because uh, FTR and MJF don't get along. No, there was... There was what two altercations. They they got into it, walked away. Mm-hmm. Um, Dax looked in the camera and said, "Tony, play my music. I'm we're the champions." Yep, like that. Then he turned around, went back, and got into the face of MJF. And Cash, if you notice, Cash got back up in the apron like, "Oh, we better get back in the ring." And then and then Dax, you know, rolled away. But yeah, they got some real heat. I mean, uh, back when. Um- Dax had his um, podcast with Matt Coon. He talked about not really liking MGF through the whole pinnacle thing. So it's going to be interesting. No, Dax does not hold anything back and he's about as real as you get. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you either, I I guess I look at it as an MGF point compared to Dax. I would consider Dax more of a veteran than MJF. Yep. Experience and age. So, if you're MJF, you play it up, and you go have a match and make some money, and and put all the other feelings aside. Yep, and they kind will. Of, kind of what I want the CMFTR versus the Elite to do eventually, mm-hmm. sometime. Mm-hmm. Uh, then after the break, we started the blood and guts. Claudio Castagnoli was the first one down to the ring. Kitty Omega followed. Um, I always like how it's just one by one. In this match. Um, then after that, uh, who was next in the ring? Was, Pack was next, so it was two-on-one for a while against Kenny. And then Hangman came in to, to even up the size than Yuta. Then it was um, uh, Nick Jackson. 
then it was uh, no Moxley came in before Yuta. Moxley then Yuta. Moxley Yuta. Then it was um, Matt. Uh, yep, Matt. Then uh, Takashka, and then uh, Kota Ibushi. So lost my train of thought. I was trying to do it so, without reading notes. So just just even though before we get to the final part of this match, yeah. Early on in that match, there was tensions between Claudio and Pac. So obviously we're going to get Claudio and Pac on Friday, Friday death, death before dishonor, right? Yep. Which we are not doing predictions for because they literally have like not put a card together. Well, there was a card and then it changed with injuries yeah. And, yeah. and whatnot. So the champion is going to be a little bit wimpy. Yep. I'm going to weasel out of this one. I'll admit it. I'll admit it. But a you, lot you of good. the video package, Tanner. What video package? The best friends. Well, okay. oh. Back oh. Back. yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, Statlander, oh. best friends, Nick Wayne and uh, Darby, and a bunch of matches announced for Rampage Friday, basically. Which, yeah. gonna, which Darby and Nick Wayne are in the, what they call it, Rampage Royal, Royal Rampage. Yeah, and the winner of that gets a TNT shot at All Out. Not All In, All Out. So. In September, so that's a little ways away, but twenty guys, yeah. two rings, right? Yep, yep. Which, yep, and then we'll, which will we get the spoilers in the morning? And I don't know about you guys, I read them right away. I typically do too. Um, and then uh, the only thing now is for Collision is um, House of Black's going to defend the trios against the Acclaimed and Daddy Ass, and all the which, rest is going to be announced Friday. Did I see Acclaimed and Daddy Ass have a match on Rampage 2? Against QTV. Yep. So how do you give them a championship match? I don't know. Never mind. They've been doing that a lot lately where somebody they wrestle Friday and Saturday or, you know, Friday and Saturday. Yeah. 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 Uh, but, yeah, before we get into the, the uh, ending of this match, what were some of your guys' favorite spots from this match? Because there were so many good ones. Oh. Mox in the glass. Well, I'm not saying it's my favorite spot, but it was just a wow moment. Mm -hmm. And everybody went through it. Uh, Was it Nick dropping the thumbtacks from the roof? Matt. 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 Sorry. That was. I've never seen that done. That was cool. No, that was cool. Um, and him doing the Northern Light suplexes, threatening to go off the cage, and then he dropped the the tacks. The nail. The bed. the, The bed of nails got me. Oof. Anybody get Justin Roberts taking pictures? Out of all the bed and nail spots, the worst was when he had Kenny's hand pinned. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was worse, I think, than anything. Mm -hmm. Now, whether – I mean, it just looked bad. That was a great shot, though. He's pressing down Kenny's hand and flipping Coda off as Coda's getting in the ring, and he's just a bloody mess. Moxley bled buckets tonight. Well, he had blood. He had blood coming out of the back of his head. The I know. Of his head. Yeah, um, Majin saying Yuda almost got uh, Northern su- Suplex off the cage. I thought Yuda was going off the cage. I thought somebody was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if anybody, might as well be Yuda. Because Guevara went right. off last year. Jericho the year before that. The year before, yeah. Oh. So. Jericho and padding though. Yeah, they had the bad, <laughs> bad camera angle. Daily's um, place. I thought this match was 
was overall good um, with Takeshna and Pac leaving it made the finish more believable. Yep. So I'm, I'm okay with it. Um, and I think that set up uh, Pac and uh, Canole, Castanole yep. for Friday. And then it also set up Takeshna with the whole Don Callis, Callis family, family. Yep. Uh, thing separating itself from the BCC. So yep. Yep. again, I'm okay with all that. Yep. All right. uh, Yep, and then uh, at the end we saw uh, the Golden Elite go over and get the win. They had Yuta hung by a chain, pretty much choking life out of him. Moxley was handcuffed. Claudio was taken out, and Moxley gave up for the team to save Yuta. Which they they said that like two or three times. They were really pounding that home. That Moxley is the one that said that, yeah. Yep. And then if you notice, the last camera angle was Moxley just kind of resting in the corner with his handcuffed, just like, like, look. All right, um, somebody unhook hook me so I can go back yep. and have a non-alcoholic beverage. Uh, Sean Ross Sapp said after the show went off the air, Kenny got on the mic, uh, said that the elite respect BCC and they all shook hands. So the feud's probably done, which it needs to be. It's been going on. Really, I was thinking about this today. Really, the show we were at in November in Indianapolis, the show after Full Gear, kind of kicked this whole rivalry off because it was Hangman and, and Mox got into it that night. That mm-hmm. kind of kicked off the start of the elite BCC rivalry. So yeah. it's been really going on since November. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I, I thought it was good. I thought it was the best of the three blood and guts matches they've done so far. Yeah. And they commentary even mentioned that they said, you know, each year it just gets better and bloodier. Which I don't think you can beat last year's blood. There was a lot last year. Yeah, Cool Hand Ange last year was bleeding buckets, um, hung upside down. But I will say, I thought this Boston crowd was one of the best, if not the best, dynamite crowds of the year. I thought they were really hot tonight. That was a, that was a that was a big arena for AEW. That's where the Celtics play. That was the yeah. first time they ran that. That's yep. a bigger arena for AEW. So to see it packed like that and hot, it was good. Yeah, I'm gonna see what the ticket sales ended up being here. Um, Let's go to our friend here. Tickets. Mm, of course, now I can't find it. Yeah, of course not. Mm-hmm. Well, while I looked that up, uh, do you guys have any other thoughts on the uh, Blood and Guts match of the show tonight before we get into our ratings and rest of the night? I do like that they gave the Blood and Guts match, what, 55 minutes? Yeah, 50, I know we 55. had some long entrance there to start, but if you're going to have that type of uh, caliber of wrestlers, main event guys, if you're going to put them all together, you need to give them every bit of that 50 to 55 minutes. So, mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And it delivered the whole time too. Yeah. So if you, if you think about it, you had 55 minutes of that. You had Hangman and MJF, which – was an entertaining over the top spot. And then you let off the match with Jack Perry and, and, and hook, which hook is over as all get out. This was a pretty, like, I know there was very few matches because one match took an hour. This is a pretty damn loaded dynamite. Sure was. This sure was again, 
we're lucky we get some loaded ass dynamites that we do not have to pay for. Right. So I thought it was I thought it was a great show. I did too. Even uh, not you know two hours long and we only had four matches, but well, you know that's what you're gonna get going into it with a blood and guts, you know, and it's. And I was telling Paul before you got on the pod, there's a reason they only do one blood and guts a year because it's so violent, takes so much out of the guys. Um, yeah, it looked like the setup tonight, according to Russell Ticks, this was three hours ago. The setup tonight was for nine thousand seven hundred thirty-seven. They had eight thousand nine hundred nineteen ticket tickets distributed, so only eight hundred eighteen tickets went unsold tonight. So pretty good, pretty good crap. Well, now those yep. eight hundred tickets, I'm sure some of those were comped. Yep. Yep. And that was three hours ago, so well that would I guess I guess dynamite would have started by then, wouldn't it? So yeah. But but good crowd, good crowd all in all tonight. Um uh rating for tonight. Do we do rating or wrestler first? See, I can't even remember which one we do first. Rating usually I think. Rating. Yeah, yeah, rating. I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna go first because I think I'm gonna shock you guys a little bit with this rating. Um, I'm going eight point one. All right, I can get behind that. Um, I am higher than you. Uh, I am coming in at eight point eight. Well, I mean, Paul, I know we live close to Michigan, so you're probably a little higher than me. <laughs> you know, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, I I teased it last week. Um. And I, I, I think I'm going there. I don't know if I've ever. I think I went this high one other time. I'm going nine one. Wow. Yeah, I really enjoyed this show. I thought it delivered. I know it was different, but there's really nothing I can I can complain about. Yeah, the nines are aggressive. <laughs> Majin mm-hmm. said, "Holy, you guys are in the eights. <laughs> yeah, I was. Tanner's I, in the nines. I, I, I thought I thought I was being aggressive at eight point one. I really did." Last week, I, I think I went like eight, seven, or eight, eight last week. So I was teasing this week being even better, and really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. Uh, wrestler tonight. Go ahead, Paul. All right. Well, uh, we, we get this uh, question from Majin, so I'm going to answer it here because I already had this picked out. Uh, Adam Cole, and not Adam Cole and MJF. I'm going Adam Cole for those. Uh, the ability to just dance like that, Chef. I'm doing that at Tanner's wedding. If you want to join me, <laughs> Paul, um, you go for it. I can't wait to see that on social media. Um, yeah. You know what, Paul? You and I think a lot alike because out of that main event we got, um, said I'm not going with any of those guys. I was going with MJF. So the reason I'm going MJF was the match tonight plus the little vignette we got beforehand with him and Adam with the Chinese joint and the Mai Tais. I'm guessing those are Mai Tais. They look like Mai Tais. So that dude is just so entertaining. He is. He's he's good in the ring. I'm not going to say he's phenomenal. He's not a – He's not a Rock. He's not a Ric Flair. He's not a Shawn Michaels. He's not a those guys. But that dude is thoroughly so entertaining. I would rather watch that than another, you know, ten minutes of that blood and guts match. So 
Myros mm-hmm. tonight, MJF. He was hilarious. So I love when he runs the ropes and then he stops and just puts his arms up. Yeah. And then when he finally did do the dive and he looked at the camera like, holy shit. And the crowd starts hitting, holy the shit. Dive was, the dive was amazing. Yeah. Jericho, that's a lot of spot for a toe paste in 92. 92. Yeah. 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 Uh, Jericho yeah. needs to be on commentary like full time. I would be all for it. He was pretty good tonight. And also, I, I cracked that Shivani when they had the shark for Shark Week. And Shivani's giving high fives. And Shivani's literally dancing. And Taz is trying not to laugh. And Taz is like, get this shark away from me. I'm not in the mood. So they were good. They were good. Uh, I agree with both your picks. I also agree with what you said about the main event. It's hard to pick one guy out of that. Though you can make a strong case for Kota Ibushi. Pretty impressive in his AEW debut, which I haven't seen anything about all elite graphic. Um with him yet. So I'm going to go with Jack Perry. All right. Won the, won the FTW title, even though he didn't do it cleanly and gave hook his first loss. So, you know, and, and not a bad pick. The reason I didn't go with him because I'm still not sold on him being right. a, a heel. Cause a heel to me, you have to be able to talk. Yeah. I think that's his weak spot right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, the ball's in his court. Now he's got to run with it. Yeah. So, not not wishing any ill will on him, but he's got, he's got to step up that little heelish talk on the mic, which he's going to get some vignettes here coming down the yep. road. So, interesting fact about the FTW title in AEW is change hands every single July. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So we'll see how often he defends it. And I have a feeling we're not done with the. Jack Perry hook rivalry just yet. So could could you see no. and and I don't know his health and shape. Could you see Taz coming back for one more match? Oof. That'd be fun. It'd be fun. That would be fun. But I'd almost rather see him come in just for like a spot or get give him one suplex or something. Yeah, but that or you could have, well, you could have a a. Uh, oh man. You could have Hook and Taz versus Jungle Boy, and, and obviously we're going to say Christian right off the bat. Um, or what about a what about a Paul White? What about a what about a Mark Henry? I know Mark Mark Henry. They asked him about it on Bust Open not too long ago. He gave a weird answer. It's like because at first when he came to AEW, he was interested, and now he's not so interested in wrestling another match. He said it had to be perfect perfect scenario. But Paul White, I think, is, but he's got to get healthy. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, from what I've been seeing, it'll be his captain and Zeno. Might as well. Might as well. Oh. Uh, any other thoughts on Dynamite? Tonight? Fantastic show. Looking forward to um, seeing that tag title match next Saturday. Well, speaking of collision, we saw a heck of a tag title match this past Saturday. Two Ooh. out of three falls, FTR and Bullet Club Gold. That's not only my tag team match of the year, that's up there for match of the year for me. That match was awesome. Yes, 50, was. was it 55 or 58 minutes? Yeah. Um, hour and five into the shows when the final bell rang. It just tells you how good FTR is of bringing a non-tag team and putting those guys together and telling one hell of a story. Mm -hmm. And 
I loved it that I and I could I could I would bet you a, a twenty dollar bill that when they're backstage talking about this match over a shot of tequila, Dash goes, "Look, you guys are going over the first pin, the first fall, and we're gonna battle our way back for the last two falls." Imagine saying here, match of the year question mark over either Omega versus Osprey. I don't know about that. No, I, I said you could make a case, but I, I wouldn't put it over Omega Osprey, but I would say it's definitely tag team match of the year for me. At least. Well, if, if we're talking match of the year, doesn't matter what promotion, because we're uh, right. I would say the only match better than what we saw Saturday on Collision was Omega Osprey back at Wrestle Kingdom in January? Mm-hmm. I thought that match was a little bit different, a little bit better than what we saw at Forbidden Door. Yeah, not that Forbidden Door was bad; those guys kicked the living tar out of each other and it was great. But it's always better the first time around. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I I would go I, if we're gonna go match of the years. I'm going January's. Omega Osprey versus Collisions um, Bullet Club Gold versus FDR. Those two matches right now should be the top two matches of the year. And you brought it. You brought up an interesting point, Shep, in our group text message that Jay White didn't take either pin either. Yeah, he and I didn't get that at first until you brought it up. Yeah, I thought that was uh, they had. Uh, they had old juice taking both pins, which you know, I think I think I think uh, Jay White could be a top level heel. Yep. Um but I don't I don't see him fitting in the, the title picture yet, but you gotta you gotta keep him there. Mm-hmm. Whether it's six months now or a year now, you gotta keep him there. Yeah, I'm interested to see what they do with Bullet Club Gold now because this few didn't hurt them at all, even though they lost. This accelerates them. And you got the guns, too, with them. So what are they going to do now? Because in Juice Robinson, he's kind of Mr. Saturday Night. He's wrestled on every single collision so far. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. I thoroughly like Juice Robinson and Jay White. I yep. really do. Me, too. I, I was bummed at first with how they were using Jay White. But now, since collision started, they've been using them pretty well. Yeah. Uh, we also got a women's match, uh, Tony Storm and Taya Valkyrie, which got interrupted by storms and satellite connection troubles and a whole bunch of things going on there. And we also got Ricky Starks winning the Owen Hart, Owen Hart Cup over CM Punk by cheating. And then he took the trophy right out of Juice and Liger's hands. That was really weird. Yeah. So we get a little, got to get a little heel turn. That's what I'm thinking. Which... I mean, I thought he was just getting over as a face. Yep. And he does he does the, the rope hold. Um, I told you he was going to win. I told you he was going to win. No, nah, and, and, and I, I agree with him winning because I feel like this is a tournament to boost the younger talent. Mm-hmm. And let's be honest, Punk's not a younger talent. So I 100% agree with him going over. The holding of the rope and then ripping the trophy out of uh, Liger's hands, who made an 
he jerked, he he made a comment. Oh, five, I'm flying seconds. all the way over to make an appearance, and he was on the screen for a whole 35 seconds. <laughs> if that, yeah, I don't know what Tony Khan paid him, but I mean, good for him, I guess. But he was well, there. He was he was there holding the trophy, and then he was gone. And uh, Willow Nightingale went over Ruby, so Ruby loses yet again in the finals of a tournament three times now. I I agree with Willow going over. I think mm-hmm. Willow's a hell of a talent. The only problem with her going over Ruby is I think Ruby is the best thing the outsiders, outcast, what do they call mm-hmm. them? Outcast. Yeah. Outcast. I think she's the best thing they got going. I do too. Um, yeah. I think her mic skills have improved tremendously. And I think she's the best one of the group. So it sucks that, you know, Willow went over her. But, again, I think Willow right now is riding a high. You know, I know she won that New Japan title because uh, Mercedes got hurt. Um, and she held it for about a month, and then she dropped it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it didn't hurt her. No. And then she comes in and beats Athena, which we're going to see her and Athena on Friday night, mm-hmm. which – I can 100% see her going over yep. Athena. Yep. Which Nothing I'd be to... fine with that. Get Athena back on Wednesday nights or Saturday nights. Which which you saw. Did you see Athena take to social media saying the reason she's on ROH is because people think she's too rough on mm-hmm. Dynamite? I don't know if that's just a, her making a shoot or her just trying to rouse some stuff up, but. Majin says, no way. I'm assuming he's talking about Ruby being the strong point of the outcast because I know he's a big Soraya fan. I don't know. I don't know. He may, He's going to have to clarify what he means no way there. All Soraya does is walk down the ramp, flip people off, and put... I wish she wrestled more. And and maybe she's not wrestling more because she's she's fragile. I mean, let's be honest. She had a a neck injury and... Yeah, probably why we haven't seen the uh, the blood and guts in the women's yet because I don't know if Soraya could withstand a match like that. Which I did see on Twitter. This is kind of you were talking about blood and guts, and it made me think of it. Danielson tweeted an update. He had like nine screws put in his arm. Um, he's already started recovery. Um, he's at home watching tonight, so he was uh, disappointed to meet, miss it two years in a row. So he's supposed to be in a back back years, and he's got hurt. Uh, and, Nine uh, screws. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, as much as as much as we like that dude, uh, I would say we're if we get another two to five years out of him, we're lucky. Oh yeah, I I yeah. think we need to appreciate every time he's in the ring anymore. Yeah. Uh, Majin says he feels Tony's the best of the group, no matter how big of a Stray fan he is. Okay. She's really good in the ring. She is, but Ruby's Ruby's the talker of the bunch. She is. Which, she is. Which she shocked us about what three four weeks ago we talked about this. She she uh, grabbed the mic and had a really great promo, and we're like, wait, where did that come from? Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's uh, and I'm and I'm interested to see what where they go with Punk. I'm assuming it's going to be a Punk Joe feud. I'm assuming without collision in two weeks ago, but we'll see. We'll see. And do you guys think uh, 
the claimed and daddy ass go over House of Black on Saturday night? Yes. It's time as for much as I like them too. It's as much as they buried those titles. Because when's the last time we actually talked about them? It's been a while. Mm-hmm. Um, They've had it since this is Revolution, I believe. Yeah. So it's been since February. So it's probably about time. Well, now, was it just me or because of the fact that we don't see these very often? Did they change the look of the trio's belt? Yeah, a little bit. They're, they're more black. silver now, yeah, instead of gold. Okay. Yeah. Glad it wasn't just me. Yeah. And I, I think they're going to give um, Daddy Ass one last run. One last hurrah. We know he, he would never hold a singles title. Him being with those group, you know he's never going to hold a – a tag title, but you could you could play it off with him holding the trio's title with the two young guns holding up the old man. So it it works. So yeah, give him one. They're the, yeah, they're going over Saturday. Well, and I just thought in the long run down the road, the team to get him off off the claim daddy ass could be a combination of Bullet Club Gold with the guns. And either Jay or Juice go over their dad. It could, or it could be CMFTR. It could, it could that too. So yeah. there, there's there's possibilities there. Mm-hmm. 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 And if you get if you get CMFTR holding those belts, it makes a lot of sense for the Young Bucks and Kenny to challenge for those belts going to all. Outer no, all in. Which one's in London? All in. That's about. It's about a month away. It's a month. Next week cool. will be a month. Well, I would say all out because I think we'll get the trilogy of Omega Osprey at all in. So the next week, you could have Kenny in the Bucks versus CMFTR for the trios. I really hope I'm wrong because I'm really enjoying the MGF Adam Cole a lot, and I want them to just let it go organically as long as they can. But I still think that's your heavyweight feud for all in Cole and MJF. Yeah, probably. I, ho- I hope I'm wrong. I ho- I'm with Paul. I hope they win the tag titles and go on a fun little run. But no, I mean, if they lose on the 29th. That'll be they'll blame each other, and then we'll get our feud for yeah. all in. Yeah, we got to start building for that. I'd say within the next week, get a month and build for that, and then because you got to build for that and all out at the same time. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. It's, it's time to start. I know we always harped on, or I've always harped on the storytelling time, mm-hmm. and I'm I was shocked to see that it's the 29th for the tag team title match knowing that we're going to have that many shows in between. I'm going, hey, if they appear on those shows and build this matchup, it's perfect. We can build Mm -hmm. this great match between these four awesome dudes in in 10 days. Yep. It's perfectly fine. So Tony's been listening to us. He understands. He's like, you know what? You you guys are, are not as dumb as you look. Just send the check in the mail, Tony. Anytime now. Yes, yes. Actually, send the check in the mail, Tony, or um, just send send some more. I'll take it. I don't care. Yeah, 
That'd be fine. I'm, I'm easy. Let's see. We we can't get it as a group because Tanner's getting paid by that other company. So mm. he screws KOP from getting that AEW chat. I forgot. I forgot Tanner's uncle trips. He just <laughs> he just he's just trying to screw a Sydney ball. Yep. Well, hey Tony, Paul and I will take the check. Don't worry. Uh, that's not good shit, pal. <laughs> well, I do have a question for you guys. Let's do it. That's better than a damn quiz. So, what do you guys want to talk about? Mr. Cody Rhodes was in his hometown, Atlanta, Georgia, Monday Night Roll. Uh, sold out where the Hawks plays, not the Phillips Arena, State Farm. There we go, State Farm Center. State Farm Arena, whatever it's called now. It used to be Phillips. Um, hot crowd, of course. He was in his hometown. Shows his mom there front row. Keeps calling out Brock Lesnar. We see Lesnar's music hits two different times. Doesn't come out. Last time, Cody goes up and takes it in his own possession. Goes into Gorilla. Then Brock beats him down with the chair. Hits him with an F5. Gets him in Kimura lock. Perfectly executed. Accepts his challenge for... Rhodes Lesnar three at SummerSlam. See it, SummerSlam, bitch. Mm-hmm. Which there's no stipulation. There's going to be a stipulation coming next week. Got to be right. Mm-hmm. So we're one and one, right? Yep. Cody goes over. Yes. Mm-hmm. Somehow, but I still think we get a a team Rhodes. Versus a team Lesnar and Survivor Series. Here's a stipulation I would like to see. One or two. Either an I quit match. Or submission. It's either way. If you want to get Cody clear up there on with Reigns level. You get Lesnar to quit or submit. Which I don't know last time Lesnar submitted. It's probably back in 03. I know he submitted to Kurt Angle. And yeah. Ben Wall I believe. But, Do the I quit. I'm fine with that, but not the submission. Yeah. I'd rather have that. I think I think Brock would do the submission before the I quit. Probably. Probably. Think so? Yeah. Yeah. Now, you want to do some crazy fantasy booking for SummerSlam or for Survivor Series? Yes. I mean, we're talking off the wall. You're gonna be like, wow, you've had way too much kettle one tonight, Shep. But you have Team Cody versus Team Brock, and out of nowhere, Team Cody. And, and again, this is completely out of the realm. He brings in Dustin, brings in Omega. <laughs> he brings in the Buck. You have literally AEW versus. WWE with Team Brock and whoever the hell Brock wants to bring. But like if for some somehow you could get this storyline to mesh, that would be that would blow up the universe. That would break the internet. Yeah, Tony would never sign on that. What if what if they said he would they would that Cody and those guys would go over? I don't see him ever signing on on that. If you're if you're Tony Khan going because we know we know that Cody's got to go over because the 
everybody, even Uncle Dave says that it's going to be Roman and Cody and yeah. Philly, and, and Cody's going to go over, okay? Right, right. So you go into Survivor Series, and you're going to build a Team Cody. Knowing that Cody's going to go over, wouldn't you send your guys in there for a payday? No, because if they dip their toe in the water and like it with their contracts coming up in December, they go bye-bye, your company's hurting pretty bad. Nah. Yeah, yeah, they're not. They're they're not gonna like it compared to the freedom they get. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah, I'll I have would, to put up with CM Punk over there. But you, but, but you, could you could you imagine though, Cody coming out and and literally, literally, you're gonna hold this secret until showtime. So it, Lesner, would, it, it would break the internet. Yeah. So Lesnar comes down to the ring, and whatever team he he assembles, right? I think there's five guys in a Survivor Series match, right? Typically traditional, yeah. Okay. Here comes Cody. And then all of a sudden, Omega hits. Right? Mm. And, and everybody... Immediately. No, no, not Omega. So you'd have Dustin go first. Because that everybody would expect Dustin, right? So you have Dustin come down to the, 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 the natural music. You're like, oh, okay. All right. And then all of a sudden, yeah. Then all of a sudden you'd have Wayward Son, and here comes the Elite, and you just everybody would shit themselves. Seriously, they wouldn't. Yeah, they, well, they wouldn't piss themselves. They would shit themselves. Or, or you could not have Dustin throw Hangman in there. Yeah, I think Dustin would be Dustin. Yeah. Dustin's part of the story. Yeah, you know what I mean. Dust, Dustin's part of the story to 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 cherish his dad, and and to complete the story that this whole Cody thing we're on right now. Mm-hmm. So I think you have to if if you're gonna cross cross promote, Dustin's the first guy that comes down. Which it's interesting you're talking about Cody's story and everything. Uh Peacock's dropping a long awaited documentary, American Nightmare um story of Cody Rhodes, I think that's the title or something, becoming Cody Rhodes. Becoming the nightmare. Becoming a nightmare. Uh next week on the thirty first and some Select Press got to go yesterday, and people said it was really, really good. They show footage of All In. They show footage of BTE, not necessarily AW, but BTE, which Matt and Nick and Tony Khan all signed off on. Um, so they told a complete story, and Sean Ross Sapp was saying today, you could kind of tell, by the way, Cody was talking and everything. He thinks, in his opinion, he always had a sight set on going back to WWE, even when he was in AW. Because he, he said from his sense of the documentary, he felt like Cody didn't want to leave the WWE when he did in 2016, but he knew he had to to get his career to where he wanted. Oh, yeah. He said that before multiple times. I think there's a lot of people in WWE, um, not, not solely Vince, but Trips basically says, all right, go prove yourself. Go get yourself over. Mm. And then come back. I think I think that's been said on many many a talents. And it took it took what Cody four or five years, right? Came back and here we go. I mean, he is the exact character he was in AEW. It's just mm-hmm. the his he character wears the same ring gear. Yeah, his character fits the WWE universe better than the, the AEW crowd. And you know, we can we could have a whole podcast on well, what if he didn't make his 
non-championship stipulation thing against Jericho? What if the pandemic never happened and he the blood and guts match with the elite and and the inner circle happens and maybe he gets in more elite storylines than the Cody verse? We could go on and on, but at the end of the day, the crowd just kind of wanted to root against him and he went elsewhere. And now he's he is a bigger star, I would say, now in WWE than he would have been if he stayed in AEW. So Cody's got to be what thirty? I think he's thirty. I think he just turned thirty-seven or thirty-eight. Okay. Yeah, Brandy's older than him, which surprised Brand- me. Brandy's forty. I think Cody just turned thirty-eight. Yeah. So by forty-five, Cody makes an appearance in AEW. I hope you're right. I'd love to see him come back for one more run to end it, but we'll see. I don't I don't I don't know what I'm sure we can look it up. I'm guessing his contract runs him through 41, 42, 43 years old. Let me see if I can find it. <coughs> so, While you do that, I do know Cody did say um back when I interviewed him that you know he was looking at maybe another five years of wrestling and then he'd be done. And that was two years ago. Three years ago. Whatever it's been now. Yeah, I think a guy like Cody's going to wrestle into his mid to late 40s. Uh, just says multi-year deal signed in 2022. Estimated to be around, well, that's a big gap, three to $6 million. That's a big gap. Um, so let's just say 2022, it's a five-year deal. Takes him to 2027. Which he would be 43 at that time. 43. So, I mean, depends on what Connecticut does with him. Depends mm-hmm. what Tanner does with him, you know, because Tanner's <laughs> obviously influenced there. Um, I could see him doing a doing a championship run and then going off in the sunset, taking a break, and then making one or two appearances for AW and just, hey, I'm 45 years old, I can retire. I'm financially set. I'm semi healthy. Like, right. my body's good for a 45 year old compared to other 45 year old. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He'll take care of his kids, and, and good for him. Hope, hope it, hope it happens that way. Yeah, he did say this week that he talks to the Bucks uh, pretty, pretty regularly, and said no matter if he and the Bucks and Kenny are ever in the ring again, they always have that connection for what they, what they started. So, which is pretty cool to hear him. Because there was a lot of belief that they had beef. Um, you know, well, it'll be interesting. You know, Cody was more of a Walmart guy than a Target guy. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. But it'll be interesting. I, I think he will go over at 40 and it'll be a great moment. But how we get there after SummerSlam is what I'm interested in. Will he be in a Survivor Series team match or does he – Getting a feud with somebody else that I don't even know who that would be. It's, it's got to be. It's got to be something big, okay? Um, oh, uh, Freddie Prince Jr. I don't know what his podcast called or whatever his show is called, but he he talked about Cody. And the more I thought about it, like since Cody didn't go over this last WrestleMania, which I think the majority of us thought he should have. Mm-hmm. Where the crowd was, the momentum he had. So you're going to build him up for a whole year. 
you got to have some really, really big surprises to keep that storyline going. So mm-hmm. the, the storyline doesn't get bland. Right. Um, right. You know, one of them, obviously, going over a Survivor Series and then having some type of uh, team event. I'm sorry, SummerSlam. Then having some type of team event at, at Survivor Series. And then you got to figure out what to do with him at Royal Rumble. Yeah, does Solo or somebody cost him? You know? The, the only thing I can think of is you have Cody coming in the Royal Rumble, and whoever cost him the Rumble match, you have him at is it Chamber? Vengeance? No. Not Elimination Vengeance. Chamber, isn't it? Chamber? Chamber. Anyways. Whatever it is. I don't know. Again, that's why I think you have a, just an absolute yeah. banger of a Survivor Series. Again, I know I'm completely going out and left field, right field, times 47 to, to have Dustin and the Elite show up. But, I mean, could you imagine? What, what do you think a WWE crowd would pop? If the Leeds music, if the Wayward Son song would, oh, would oh, huge, huge, just like they did for Cody, they could trash talk them all they want when they're in AW. One once, one of the big boys jumped over. Look, look what their action was. It's huge. It blow, it blow the roof off the place. Huge, huge. Again, that's like the most fantasy, weird fantasy booking we can get. But so here, here's kind of a fantasy booking back. Going going back uh, in retro speaking, you know the evasion angle which they botched really really bad. WWE and WCW. It all started with a uh, Lance Storm super kick. If you could replace that moment with somebody else from WCW, how would have you guys and, and, and take the contracts out of consideration? Say everybody was available. I know a lot of guys were sitting at home. How would you have started the evasion angle? Like with what or what talents in, in WCW? You didn't, you didn't like Lance Storm. Lance Storm's a great worker, but that's not a lot of bang for your buck there. He couldn't talk with the shit. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Lance. And I like Lance. Yeah. Go for it, Paul. I'm trying to think, man. That's. I know how I start it. Because the thing is, like, I don't even remember that. So, <laughs> well, I, don't I, I was that. I wasn't watching at the time, but it was 01. I've watched. You, were you even born yet? Barely. Um, <laughs> barely. Uh, and a lot of guys didn't come in. To like, like Goldberg didn't come in until 03 when his contract was done. You know, they brought Hall, Nash, and, and Hogan in as the NWO, but that was 02. Um, I would have Sting drop from the rafters and just hold the bat out at somebody. That's how I would have started it. Just couldn't get more at WCW than Sting. Right. Yeah. I, if, I remember, if I remember, Sting was so anti WWE, and he took a little bit of a break, and that's why he went to TNA. Right. Right. He did not want to work. He wanted. He wanted well, nothing to do with. Nope. Stanford, Connecticut. I like nope. Majin's answer. He would have built it around DDP and Sting, which DDP did go to WWE. It just they blew it with him big time. Yeah, and know how to use him. And, and and no offense to DDP, I, obviously a great human being. If you've seen what he's done mm-hmm. over the last ten mm-hmm. years, 
But he got in the wrestling game way too late. Well, in his 40s. He started, yeah. Be, before that, he was a manager slash valet. Um, but yeah, Sting holding the bat out, Tager would have been would have been a good way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Or or just I don't know if you would have DDP hit a diamond cutter. Or, or I know you guys hate him, but at that time he was real big. Goldberg hit a spear, or even. I, or Nash hit a jackknife. I don't know. Something. Something. They could have done so much, so much better. Uh, Majin says Sting was anti WWE because of how they used ex WCW guys. He didn't trust that they'd use him well, and he was right. Yeah. Yeah. Trips went over him at WrestleMania 31, and then unfortunately the buckle bomb happened Night of Champions. Yeah. Which was tough yeah. to watch. I remember watching that live. That was tough to watch. Had not slowed Sting down in AEW though. No, he's done pretty well. He's done a lot better than I thought he would. He's worked he's a, a lot. Of I, would, I would say we worked a safe style, but the last time we saw him, I thought he just broke his jaw. So I think Sting's done a lot of stupid shit. Yes, he but, has. For his age, but yes, he has. Even one yes. of them was a, you know the the cinematic matches he had back in the day. But yep, yep. You guys got anything else you want to talk or about or discuss? I don't tonight. I'm just glad my Wi-Fi kept up this last half of the show. We're we're lucky. Very lucky. Yeah. Just just for you, Tanner, we're lucky. Very lucky. You you might have um rewatched this tomorrow and heard some things that you didn't want to hear, so I sure I'm sure I will, because I guy will put it up audio in and and of course sorry out there in the video world so it's all well, good. Oh no, I mean if you wouldn't have been able to join us. We didn't say too much while, you know, just that we're in a little hick town and you live in the big city and yet we yeah. stayed with internet and you lost it twice. Yeah. We, yeah, we usually got... I'm not the one having internet problems, but No, it's normally me. <laughs> <laughs> we That's why when it froze, I was like, All right, here we go again. And then I wasn't seeing anything. The timer still kept going and, and Majin's like, Nope, it was Tanner and I'm like, Oh, thank God. <laughs> So, so real quick, I don't know if you guys have been watching the uh, daily updates from the G1 over in Japan. I saw Kingston lost. Kingston won one and lost one. He lost to Evil. How how did he let that happen? But I don't know if you saw his first match in the the uh, press conference after his first match. Um, That's what I do. Really good. I th- I think. I don't think Eddie Kingston's obviously going to win the G1, right? Right. But I think Eddie Kingston's going to be in a position um, where he's in the finals, like the talk of the finals. You know, I, I, I could see him winning his block. Let's put it that way. If he wins the block, I think that's a huge, huge accolade to Eddie Kingston. Absolutely. Um he fits the new 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 Japan style. Um, his promos are just stupid good, stupid emotional. So he loves it. When, and and even talking about winning and losing, Osprey lost a match already in the G one. He went one and one. So here we are, you know, four days in, five days in, and you got 
Osprey, which I would consider one of the top stars. Kingston, one of the top stars, even though he's from America. These guys are one and one. So, no, I totally agree. And speaking of somebody that wrestles a lot in Japan, I was I'm still frustrated that Archer didn't go over at Battle of the Belts. I thought he was going to. In Archer is over in Japan, but he's not over in America. I don't, I don't understand it. Yeah, he got heat with the crowd because uh, Jake wanted to hit the DDT and Lance like, ah. Uh-uh. Yeah. But uh, that Battle of the Belts, man, I, I don't even know why I watched because I knew what it was going to be. It's the same thing every time. Every time. Prob- in my opinion, Battle of the Belts was probably the worst one yet. Yeah, that was. It, it was boring. lackluster to say the least, right? Yeah. Nope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can't come off of a hot collision and go straight into crap. And uh, one last thing I want to mention, Tony Khan did say today he'll be breaking some news about how to watch uh, All In soon, which um, Andrew Zarian saying it's going to be BR Live, but Tony didn't agree or disagree with that. But Tony did say it will be live in the afternoon in America on the 27th. Yeah. So. Yep. And then we did have, completely off the subject, we did have a random heelish QT Marshall going over Penta in an ambulance match in AAA. With the help of Aaron Solo. The only thing, the reason we know that guy is because he dated Bailey. I think I've yeah. said that a hundred times, right? Correct, correct, correct. Um, yeah, that was a crazy match. The light tubes and barbed wire and all it was, sorts of stuff. Not what I expected. Like, I've seen some matches in AAA where they've got some tables out. You know, they've done some spots in the back of a truck bed. To, to, to see the light tubes and the aggression those guys used to hit the light tubes. Like, I did not expect QT Marshall to get hit with light tubes, but he did multiple times. It was different. I think he probably earned some respect from pro wrestling fans, but he gets used so differently in AEW. That's I don't know how much for him. I, I thought he worked really well. Um, I'm sick of uh, watching some AAA matches. I'm sick of Pinta. Like, Pinta always wants to bleed, but the only way he can bleed is if he rips his mask. Right, right. You know what I mean? It's like he, he, he does that a lot. I'm just saying. And did I see correctly? Phoenix kind of said goodbye to AAA for the time being. He put on Twitter. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, I mean, uh, Vikingo went over Omega clean. Yeah, clean. which is which he needed to. Yeah. Then Don Callis gets attacked by the photographer at the end, which I think is hilarious. And he hurts himself. They mentioned the that tonight on Dynamite. If you paid attention, they said something about he was vulnerable, and he said, "Yeah, it was very traumatic." Yeah. Like, I watched the. There was a video that was released, and Don was just like pissed. Like, oh what, yeah, what are you doing? And this guy looked like he was in fog. Like yep. His headlights were not working. Um, so but, that's some 70s heat there. Yeah. 
when the when the photographer attacks you, it's not good. No. So no. you did your job. Yep. 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 I guess that's our random little rant from the yep. non AEW side. Yep. The indie side. The indie side. All right, boys, we ready to wrap this thing? Yep. All right, well, be sure to check out kickingoutshop.com for all of your Kicking Out podcast merchandise. Support of a great podcast. Look fantastic doing so. And Shep, there is a glass on Kicking Out Shop that you need to order. I'm telling you. All right. You've got to look at this thing. It is nice. And it'll hold your drink every podcast, too. You think you think vodka would fit in it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Order two just to be on the safe side. Get you through the entire podcast. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Be sure to follow the Kicking Out Podcast on all social media at Kicking Out Pod. Be sure to listen to the Kicking Out Podcast wherever it is you listen to your podcast, and if that happens to be Apple Podcast, leave us that five star review because we are five star KOP. Be sure to follow Austin Shepard on all social media at the Shep 27. Follow your KOP predictions champion Tanner Lee at Tanner Lee 92 and follow myself at Paul Zartman 921. And with that for Austin Shepard and Tanner Lee, I'm Paul Zartman. Join us again next week as we kick out yet another podcast.